Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves and won. My name is Rich LeBrun, and I am the founder and CEO of LeBrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Our guest for today, his name is Tim Schaefer. He is the CEO and co-founder of searchtires.com, the world's first tire price comparison search engine. He is changing the way we buy tires for the better. Tim is a, is a dynamic sales and operations expert with over three decades of industry proficiency. He is a visionary at heart, and he spearheaded searchtires.com with a core mission to empower consumers with transparent, out-the-door tire pricing while championing local, local tire retailers. Under his guidance, searchtires.com has become the beacon for those looking to get the best value for their money while also supporting community-driven ethos of local businesses. Tim has had an illustrious career holding titles such as president and CEO and has, has vast knowledge to share when it comes to operation. At the heart of Tim's career is an unwavering commitment to community mentorship and sustainable business growth. With searchtires.com, he stands at the forefront of reshaping the tire industry, bringing the spotlight back to the local retailers who form the backbone of our communities. With that said, Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks for the opportunity, Rich. I really appreciate it and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I look forward to this as well. And I look forward to the subject matter. And we're going to dive in a little, in a little bit of that. But before we dive into your, your business exactly, I'd like to know why you got into business, how you got into business, and what was the whole story behind that? Well, uh, at a young age, I've always been interested in automobiles and, and such. And it's just something I've always tinkered with when I was young, uh, uh, being around uh, friends, uh, my grandpa's house and stuff. I'd always be tinkering with motors and stuff. So my initial start was to start in working on vehicles, and I became an ASE master technician by the age of 19. So I kind of knew what I wanted to do right off the bat with that. However, I didn't know how the career would progress after that. I, I, I mean, I really wanted to... Uh, I really wanted to fix things and I really got uh, an enjoyment out of doing that. However, that's not generally how things work. So <laughs> as you work, um, you know, I worked, moved up to a service manager and then moved up to a store manager and then just proceeded up to the C-suite of, of companies. And at the same time, though, um, I started my first business when I was 26. Um, I worked for someone, started my business and did a good, had a good exit. Then I went to work for corporate America and then grew through the ranks very quickly there. But it was all driven by always my ethos on how I do things is it's always customer centric. I know people say it, but it's, I really have a deep connection with customers and how they feel and what they see and how they see it. Um, some people, you know, they have scripts and stuff like that, but I think everyone's an individual and you have to treat them as so. So, uh, you know, my, I was always very successful in, stores groups of stores and then divisions and then you know uh growing from there however i will say that um i learned something early in life that everything is 100 percent about people no matter if it's digital it doesn't matter what it is it's always about people and contacts in your life well i understand uh, reading up on you a little bit and some topics you're willing to share 
It says, bouncing back after failure, how to believe in yourself again and move forward. Is that part of your story? That's definitely part of my story. It's part of the search tire story, actually. Um, I had originally thought of this idea back in 2009, 2010, uh, started to spin it up around 2012. And at the time, you know, being a young entrepreneur in the space of uh, digital, digital really hadn't caught on, especially in the tire retailer section. So I was trying to please, the, I was trying to please two sides. I was trying to please the customer and the retailer. And in the first iteration of how we went to business, um, quite frankly, it failed. It didn't work. Um, that's part of life. Uh, failed, uh, shut it down. And then, you know, we were a digital marketing state in that for a while, me and my partner, Lyle. And then um, as it as it went on and digital marketing caught more and more on, then we said, hey, we're going to spin this back up. It's a worthy cause and it's, it's something that needs to be done. Um, my whole ethos in that is, is that I seen it at, a, at, a, at, a, at an early time, like 2009, 2010, I seen how online retailers were coming in and they were taking market share from the brick and mortar retailers. And I kind of scaled it out in my mind. And I said, if people keep jumping in this space and turning the brick and mortar people into installers, that's not really fair because we're losing the, we're losing, uh, you know, part of the share. It's like, you know, it's like we're losing market share and people are just turning us into installers. That's not, that's not sustainable for a brick and mortar company. Um, you know, there's so many things that fall into it, but what makes me passionate about it is the passion is, is that I think that we should support local brick and mortar companies, whether it's a big box or small, it doesn't matter because they're in your community. They're, they're hiring local people and they're taking care of the customers in the community and they're giving support into the community as well. So that I'm a hundred percent behind that. And, and as we've grown to now of how we've launched and stuff, it's uh it's really uh, mind blowing on how much market share the online retailers have got. And, you know, most times they're more expensive than the local retailers where you can go down and get it put on today and support your local economy. So um, I would just say that that's, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about, you know, you know, I got out of the way of looking at one thing and then I went into, I'm going to help the consumer find the best deal on their tires and go get them on. They want to know how much, how long and where you at. That's really the things they want to know. They can ask the other questions of salesmen. So I'm just trying to drive people to brick and mortar. That's my goal. <laughs> So when you when you uh, brought your company out earlier and you maybe you said that maybe it didn't work well you failed or it was a failure and did you shelve it and then was was that the issue that you came out too early uh, for the market wasn't ready for that? Yes, the market was not ready for it. We came out uh, way before our time, and also I think there's a couple things. Um, the identity of the company by trying to please two sides was not a good fit either so the, no one wants to fail but i i don't i say like a lot of entrepreneurs say there's no failures there's just learning and we really learned a lot from that and we got up dusted ourselves off waited a few years and jumped back in the box we we know it's a good plan and and now since we've launched we've seen how sticky it is and how people love it and the the reviews our net promoter scores are, is like an 8.9 or something like that maybe 9.2 but um people like it. I mean, who, you know, you want to make something so easy that people would feel, you know, they would feel stupid not to use it and we're free. So you go on, you put in your, your make a model or your tire size, and it shows you all your local retailers and the prices. You can click the call, click for directions or click to go to their website. 
it's that easy. It's really, it's a, it's really our average time on is four minutes and 14 seconds. And people generally go through all the pages and we convert one of those three points over 30% of the time. So I would say it's working really well. And, and we're coming out with a new iteration in probably three weeks that will optimize some of the stuff that we've done, which will make it much better. Okay. So I'm going to hang on to some of that and come back and come and uh, talk about it again in about a minute or two. But so you, you had a decision in the past. You came out too early. And as you said, I love what you said, no failures, only learning. So we learn from whatever we do, at least we're in the game. Right. right. But you've done some really good things too. You are where you are today. You made some good, good, right decisions, correct ones. Yes. Is there any key, is there any key one or two decisions you made that you'd say, I'm glad we did that. That was, that was the right decision. Yeah, through my career, I've made really good decisions based on my style of, they can call it management, some people call it different, but having an entrepreneurial spirit at heart and kind of, I don't like to label myself as a visionary, but maybe being able to see things differently than most people. I think I have that because I come from the bottom of the business, like changing, actually pumping gas, changing oil, <laughs> then working on cars and, and coming through that thing it lets you know that um it takes everybody to make it work and i think the most important part i think nowadays that are lost is mentorship i've always been a bit advocate because i was mentored and i had great mentors through my career i've had some great people sounding boards and to help me get to where i'm at and i promote that i think that that's what needs to be done you can't be afraid of someone taking your job I want someone to take my job because then that'll move me up. So, but a lot of people, um, they hold back knowledge and it's just, it's, I like, I'm more of a collaborate, collaborative CEO. I like collaboration for my team. I hire the best people in their fields, the best that I can get. And I let them make the decisions. If I wanted to make all the decisions, then I don't need to hire anybody because I'm not taking any advice. So, and I've been told by my team many times that won't work and I get it, but that's, that's what you need to do. You need to hire the people and let them do what they do best. That's yeah. Good advice. You know, I always say if two of us are doing the same thing, one of us isn't necessary. So, <laughs> okay. Now let's, let's jump in a little, I want to kind of broaden the commercial time here. One, I want you to promote your business, but in promoting it, uh, who the customers are, how to get, you know, how would we utilize your services? Explain what the services is. Cause I'm just, uh, I'm going to be a novice here. So I've, buy tires or how do I know it's the right tire? And, and then you are not cutting out the retailer. You're bringing the lead retailer in the loop. I understand you're getting a lot of traction. If I remember the numbers, right? Some of some emails we exchanged, you're getting quite a few people on this, on this site. So talk a little bit about that in the context of promoting your company. So it's, it's a really simple platform and, and I wanted to keep it as simple as possible. You go to searchtires.com. You can put in your tire size if you know it, your make and model. We take you to a results page. It shows you all the local retailers and the tires in the area. You select a tire. It shows you how many retailers there are. You select that tire. You can look at the specs if you'd like. Um, then you, you go to the next page and you look at uh, all the installation costs out the door. We sort from low to high. And, right, and it shows a map. And you can click, you know, you have three options. Click to call, which will put you right with a retailer. Uh, click to go to their website to see if there's any other deals they have. Or click for directions and drive down and, and get it. 
it's really that simple. I wanted to make it as simple as possible because there's some sites out there that are really good and they're educational. Um, however, in my career, what I've learned in the tire business is people want to be guided as quickly as possible because, you know, the honest to goodness truth is no one loves to search for tires. People that wake up in the morning say, yes, I get to go buy four tires today. So, and with the increasing cost in tires, you know, the average set of tires is $680 now for a set of four. And I, on our site, we save people on an average 70 to a hundred dollars and some even more. So in a day and age, like you said, you reference back to what you said about the cost of everything going up, 70 to a hundred dollars is a big deal. And if mm -hmm. I can, save people, and they can save it in less than five minutes, I'm all good with that. And that's, and that's what we strive to do is just really help the customer. And then, you know, Honestly, we drive the customer to the retailer. It's our job to get them to the retailer. That's what we want to do. But sometimes in the case, like you said, the right tire. Well, sometimes what they pick may not be the right one. It will fit on their car and it will do justice. But sometimes maybe the dealer will have to use their, their guidance to put them in a better a better tire that, that fits for their driving preferences and stuff. Um, again, I'm not trying to be an educational source. I'm trying to be get them to the retailer as quickly as possible so they can make, so they can inform them to make the best decision for themselves. So when they go to the retailer, are they bringing this print out and saying, here, I went on searchtires.com and here's what I, the price is going to be. And, and, and the retailer knows this and they get you, they sign you up to I, put your I, tires on. I guess they could print it out, but you know, it's uh 84% of our people are on the phone, so they can just pull it up on their phone right there and it'll show them. And the beautiful thing about searchtires.com is we we went above and beyond being in the business. Anybody can quote a tire price. That's that's not what we do. We quote the price, but we quote the out the door price. So you're going to get the price, mounting, balancing, disposal, tire disposal fee, state taxes, new tire fee, and shop fees if they apply. So sometimes retail some retailers will have a cheaper tire, but they won't be cheaper out the door. So we want to give people the knowledge and the education before they get there. So when they get there, if they pick a tire for $100 and it's, they're thinking $400, that they'll know they're going to pay close to $500 by the time they're installed in their tax and their fees. So um, it's really preparing. Uh, it's getting the mindset right with the customer, you know, so they don't go in and then they're upset because there's additional fees because they just seen a tire. And, you know, a lot of customers don't understand how that works. Now, obviously, people that are older, they get it because they've bought a few sets of tires. But the first time tire buyers, they usually, I don't think that they're really counting on that extra, you know, hundred bucks or, or even if you need alignment, it could be $200. So, um, and that's, so we try to get their mind straight as quickly as possible to, to know what the expectation, we try to clearly define the expectations. Now, are you like, uh, uh, you know, are you giving competing retailers or like top three best prices or, you know, cause maybe I want to go to this retailer cause I happen to know the people and they're maybe not the best price. So I get to see multiple pricing. Yes, we, uh, the, all the retailers we have on our site, we have most right now. We're still backfilling. It's a lot of work, but all usually all the retailers in your area, it shows, like I said, they'll, it'll filter from low to high and you can go through them. However, at the top, we also have a retailers uh, button. So if you click it, you can drop down and see all the retailers. And if you say, Hey, this is my retailer. I like to go there. Or I have a car care, uh, card with 90 days free financing or whatever it is, you can pick that retailer. It might only be $20 more at that retailer, 
then you know you're going to make that choice. You're going to make that decision. So you can definitely filter by retailers, and in the next iteration, you're going to be able to also filter by brands. If you what you can do that now with this, but it'll just be a a more optimized approach. But you know, if you know you want to buy a Michelin, there's no sense looking at all the other stuff. Just go to Michelin, and then you'll be able to click through and see you know what goes on your car and what's what's the best so you you must have seen a need out there talk about the momentum here of your company because again i from what i understand this is really growing exponentially yes it's uh it's it's growing pretty fast right now things are moving fast but um the need is being in the business for for years and talking to even when i was divisional or a vp or whatever I always knew to be the best at what your craft is that you have to continually consistently travel stores and be in touch with the customer. And that's the heartbeat of the company, right? The customer and your employees. And I was always, I was always amazed that customers sometimes had a different view on, you know, when they come in on, when they purchase a tire, what that entails, you know, like an alignment's recommended or, you know, there is balancing with it and, you know, all sorts of things. So I think from learning all that stuff, I put it all together and, and, and I broke it down into the three things that 80, 80 to 90% of the customers want to know how much, how long and where you at. And I said, that's what I want to give the customer. It's, it's not actually at our, at our iteration now, search tires job is to get you into the retailer. So the retailer can do their job and recommending the best tire for your use, whether, you know, you do a lot of driving, you don't drive that much. They can put you in the right, right tire. However, we're going to set the expectation by giving you, you know, what the out the door price is for that tire. And if you choose that tire, you can still choose that tire, but you know, it's really, we're just trying to get them in there for the visit and get them from ordering tires online and get them delivered a few days later to the retailer to have turn it into a seller. So. To make this a success. So you had to get the buy-in from the re from the retailers. What's the advantage for them? Um, no buy-in from the retailers. We, uh, we Not have financial buy-in, but just maybe thought buy-in. Because yeah, they, they have to provide you with data, right? No, not at all. Oh, really? All, all of our data is public information. So we're just providing public information. And of course, I I know a lot of the retailers and I have good relationships with them. And and after we come out with this next iteration, I will be going and visiting them and discussing options on how we can help promote them even better. You know, all of them. We're agnostic 100%. We'll never be uh, as I am the CEO and owner of the company, we'll never be bought by any one person. Um, however, you know, yeah, I'll go have this discussion, see how we can work better together. But right now, this is consumer facing and it's 100 percent funded by me and my partners. We are we're yeah, we fund it on our own. And yeah, we don't uh, we don't take any money from anybody. OK, well, you have to monetize it somehow. Otherwise, you. <laughs> This is fun, but everybody needs to make a living. So we'll leave that there. Point, yes, <laughs> that's correct. At some we point, will. yes, I, I hear you loud and clear. Okay, anything else you'd like to promote about your company before we jump into the third segment here? Uh, no, I think I've pretty much displayed what we do. Yeah. All right, very good. Okay, then so the third segment of this show here is we always like to talk about how different founders, CEOs of companies are figuring out how to navigate these crazy times, uh, we get the 2002-2003 era where we get inflation, we got high interest rates, labor shortages, uh, supply chain issues. They throw on top of that some wars in the world and political unrest, and, and you're trying to bring something to market. How do you navigate the company? Uh, how do you see this 
going forward? Is this a time to expand, grow? Is this a great opportunity for you guys to come out in the market? Um, how are you seeing these crazy times and how are you navigating through them? Well, for searchstars.com, I think it's a it's a great time because not with the prices and the inflation being so high and the price of goods and the price of tires going up, we're offering savings to people where they can get them savings within five minutes without costing them anything. So that's that's really the premise. And and we can grow exponentially. I mean, super. I mean, we're going to grow fast. And 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 we're doing that because we're, it's the service industry. I think just me, people can't put tires on at their house. They can't get tires delivered to the house. They can, but they really don't have tire machines, balancers, wheel line machine, kind of expensive. So I think our iteration is I've always been comfortable with service businesses because even when we had the pandemic and we went through that, they still did really well because people drive and they need tires. And the other thing about that is, is these EVs that everybody talks about, um, what a lot of people don't know is the EV tires, they're a little bit more pricey than um, than most tires because the, the the cars are a little bit heavier and they wear out 30% faster than a regular car. And no one's talking about that. Um, mm. So people, you know, whether it's an EV, whether it's a regular car, truck, whatever it is, um, they're going to need tires. And, you know, it's, I hear all the time, I can't believe this hasn't, no one's thought of this. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, I uh, thought about it a long time ago, really didn't work, but uh, we got it to work now. And, and thankfully, um, we've had the wherewithal to self-fund and do that because that's a big deal. And we don't, we didn't have to go out and get money and do that, go through the, the fundraising part, which I understand a, a lot of people want to know. So I'm in a little bit better spot because of other marketing companies that we have. However, at the same thing, you know, I know a lot of private equity that I've worked with in the past being in the business and they're on board. I mean, I've been, I'm not going to name names, but I've been contacted by the biggest that are ready to throw a substantial amount of money out at us. And at this point, um, we're not taking funding and we're going to, we're going to let it grow, see where it gets and, and then see what moves to make next. I think our biggest thing is right now is that we, we have a pathway within six to 12 months to be the source, the tire source, honestly, mm -hmm. with the scale factor that we're getting. Some other bigger companies have like one company has like 46% of the search market. We're going to eclipse that probably within six months. We're going to, and with the SEO and the, and the stuff that we're doing. So I think the most important thing to us is taking care of our consumers and getting as many users on our platform as possible. Now there's a couple different types of valuation, right? There's revenue and then there's users. Now, when you have a $50.6 billion market and you're the source for that, that lead, you know, the byproduct to me, I always say that the number one focus for me is the, is the product and taking care of the consumers. When you do that, the byproduct is obviously revenue and making money. That's going to happen. So well, let me ask you, Tim, is this, a, is this uh, available today everywhere? Yes. It so is. Every, on the uh, the lower 48, it's available right now. Yes. Very nice. You know, I, I think you're right. Timing is, uh, especially today, anything that's cost-saving and more efficient. You're definitely recession-resistant. People need tires in recessions, and they need them when we had COVID. Uh, we call that essential businesses. And so you add all that in, recession-resistant, essential, and cost-savings. I think you got a winner 
in, in a category that's really as, as much as Amazon would like to, they can't re, they're not going to come out and put tires on for you. So no. uh, <laughs> you're in a good spot. Okay. You might, you alluded just to in the, in the earlier on about using mentors, but I'm going to kind of uh, rearrange this question to you personally. You know, you you got a big charge ahead of you. You're taking on the market full storm, but you still got to get up every Monday morning. You got to get yourself organized mentally and the mind, right mindset. What do you do? What do you do for yourself? Uh, again, like using mentors and coaches, or do you have certain disciplines, certain things that you make sure you do every day to make sure you are ready to lead the charge? I think the there's a few things. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people say this, but I. I'm a little different than than a lot of people I know. A lot of people need um, they need uh, driven every day, like motivation and stuff like that. I'm pretty passionate about what I do. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty passionate about what I do. So, luckily for me, um, that's not a big thing for me. But I, there's a few things. I'm going to say consistent practice, which means you have a structure and you get up every day and you practice what you talk about. Um, seek feedback. My big thing is feedback. It's really not the whole mentorship things, but I'll reach out to people and say, hey, what do you think of this? That's a big deal. So consistent practice feedback and stay updated. You know, spend an hour of your day doing something that updates you in your field. Um, and the other thing to that that goes right with it is learn actively. Uh, you know, learn as you're going. I mean, I learn something new every day. And, you know, I've been around a while, but and I want to learn because I, you know, I, I I reach out for it, so I seek that. And then um, my curiosities are always led me to uh, multiple sources. I don't, you know, I like the diverse fountain of wisdom, right? <laughs> I don't want to just put my eggs in one basket here and one over here. I like to uh, to do that. And you know, of course, organization. I mean, is everything. I mean, I'm that guy. I'm the organization guy. I have everything, you know. Organ you know, I live life. However, I think when you stay focused and you stay organized, that's it. But and then the final point I'll bring up is I bring up a lot, but it, I'm passionate about this thing is stay inspired. Stay inspired mm -hmm. in what you do. I mean, if you're not inspired by what you do, I mean, it's going to turn into a job. I don't feel like I've worked a day in years because, you know, I've been fortunate enough to go down the past that life has led me. They've not all been successful. I've had failures. But I've learned and I've applied it and I've still remained inspired. Now, sure, there's some of them failures that they hit. They hit hard and you don't get over them the next day. You don't wake up and say, yeah, I just failed. I'm ready to go. Right. I mean, it, you have to retool your 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 mind thought. And that goes back into the consistent practice, see feedback, stay updated, learn actively, multiple resources, uh, you know, organization and then being inspired in what you do. I think, you know, if, if entrepreneurs could do that, that's a good thing. And the other thing I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bring up is that focus, uh, you know, like find your North star, say if, you know, entrepreneurs have this thing, we're visionaries and we see opportunities in a lot of things. You got to let it go. I learned early in my career, I was trying to do six things at a time and you can't, I finally learned older <laughs> that you can't be successful doing that. You have to, you have to find your North star and say, this is what I have. I need to make this the best that I can. And that's what you need to invest your time in because you don't, you only get time once. However, you know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know, and, and I would say this, you know, you definitely your passion comes through. Um, I mean, I definitely can see it on the video version and, uh, yeah. 
And you know, and I and I love the fact, and hopefully you take this as a compliment. You know, a tire. How does anybody get passionate about a tire? I mean, it's a need-based purchase. We need to have them. Now, unless you're in a race racing car business or maybe something like that. But you brought a passion because you came up in that industry. I think your your focus is really customer experience, and your product line happens to be tires, and you you're creating an opportunity for to reach us, me, the consumer, in a way that. Uh, uh, that makes my life easier, better, more efficient, and cost-effective. So uh, that's an exciting thing to get up in the morning for. Yeah. And if I can add one last thing I would like sure. to add, because it's odd, you know, I always say, you know, constant practice and all that stuff, feedback, stay updated. But something came back to me last night. It was just last night. You know, I, I always go back and I, I take some time, like, to myself, and I, I, I try to think back to what's molded me to get to where I'm at, right? So I remember... In my younger days, I had my own repair shop and I was given an old guy a ride home, like I'm an old guy now. And, you know, I was always curious. So I'd always ask him, I asked him, I said, uh, I told him some of the stuff I'm going through because I'm pretty transparent. I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm having rough times and, and uh, you know, and this and, he, and the old man looked at me and he said, you know, sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but you've actually been planted. When he said that to me, that's like, that's how you need to feel. And like failures, you know, things happen for reasons and you got to be able to accept it, deal with it and move on because it ain't going to change. You just can only make it better from there. So I figured that well, statement hearing that, that was good. I think it's great. Case in point is, you know, you came out early, too early in the product and, uh, and, and it didn't work. Now you could have just scrap that forever and we would not get the benefit of what you're doing today but you didn't do that so obviously you were planted because it was still growing <laughs> and uh you were not buried well tim you know i want to say thank you on behalf of all our listeners we really do sincerely appreciate the founders and ceos that come on our show and take time out of their busy day to share their stories with our listeners and so again thank you for taking your time no problem, Rich. I really appreciate the opportunity, and um, I'd love to come back in six months for an update. That'd be great. And, yeah, we'd love to do that. would actually be really great to see because by that time you're, you're going to be really exploding. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? Should they should they want to get a hold of you? I guess they can go just through your website, but let's say they want to learn more about from you. Is there a way for them to do that? Um, Timothy Schaefer, Orlando, Florida, and LinkedIn. I'm right there. You can message me. Yeah. SirStars.com. We have a connect button, so... Yeah, I'd be happy to help people. I, I'm always open to try to help people. Yeah, very good. Well, yeah. Tim, again, thank you. Enjoy your day in Orlando. I hope it's sunny down there. And in Chicago, we're actually getting a sunny day too, which is very, very rare. So, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I'm hope... from the Midwest and I'm a Bears and a Cubs fan, but the Bears fan hasn't worked out for a while. <laughs> well, so... you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, believe me, it's hard to be a Chicago sports fan, but the. Uh, <laughs> But the bears are the bears are a tough topic today. Uh, yes. <laughs> For sure, uh, I really appreciate it, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity again. Very good, thank you. Have thank a good you. day. You too. Rich LeBron here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. 
If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.